to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Deidre Shen, founder and CEO of Capshow, software that helps entrepreneurs turn their stories into content that converts. Now, we believe that every entrepreneur who has had to overcome their own internal struggles is remarkable. And it is this exact remarkability that needs to be shared so that they can positively impact the world. So stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest in 20 or 25 minutes. So let's go. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, there you are. Oh, you look gorgeous. Thank you. (laughs) I am super excited. Okay, so this will be pretty much around 30 minutes. Um, I'll just, we'll just pretty much jump straight into it, have a just a casual chat. So don't okay. worry, we have a team um, on the back who will edit anything. So if you're kind of like, oh, I didn't, I hate the way I said that or whatever, just yeah. pause and then go again. And we're not using video, right? Um, uh, oh, I think we're, we're using it. We're not using it yet, but we might. So are you okay? Like down the track. So probably not at the same time as the podcast comes out, um, but we may use it on a YouTube channel potentially. Okay. All right. <laughs> when I saw a podcast interview, I didn't realize there was going to be video. And so I'm like, I don't have any makeup on. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That's okay. Look, if you're not comfortable with it, I'll just let the team know that we won't use the video. <laughs> You. next time I will be camera ready I was like podcast sweet I don't have to like get ready today all good all good I'm sorry about that yeah like yeah next time we'll make it a little bit more um we'll make the instructions a little bit a little bit more um clear clearer yeah <laughs> saw me where are you located uh, I'm in New York actually so it's it is so bizarre because like obviously like last night it was massive floods you know it was rain like the rain was horizontal basically um but now it's just a it's a beautiful day (laughs) it's awesome that's so cool yeah we're in Colorado so that happens like the weather is so weird it could go tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) all right okay so are you let me know when you're ready to get started um again casual chat so you know don't worry about I'll just ask you some questions um and then at the end I'll also ask um, where, you know, can people find you or learn more about what you do? And then, yeah, feel free to either drop a lead magnet or just your website, just wherever you want to drive people. Yeah, awesome. Good? Yeah. Amazing. All right. Um, and just so I have it, it's Starlet G- Galleria? Yeah, Starlet yeah. Galleria. Yeah. Galleria. Okay, perfect. And it's Olivia Starling, right? That's yeah. Okay, awesome. All right. I'll just, I'm just going to clap and then um, I'll intro you and then we'll get into it. Sound okay. good? All right, cool. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the How She Built This, her e-commerce brand podcast. I have a super awesome guest with me today. Her name is Olivia Starling, the founder and CEO of Starlet Galleria. Hi, Olivia. So great to have you on. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, you have built an amazing brand. I was just looking you up and, you know, three and a half years into this and you are already six figure I'm sure well on your way to seven figure years how does that feel it, uh, sometimes I have to pinch myself I feel like I'm dreaming this is someone else's life <laughs> <laughs> oh wow I know what you I know exactly what you mean I cannot wait to hear more about how you got to this place but before we get there I did want to ask you to tell us a little bit about Starlet Galleria tell us a little bit about your brand 
Yeah. So at Starlight Galleria, we sell really, really high quality fake engagement rings. And yes, customers know that they're not real when they buy them. We're not scamming them. They're made of sterling silver. They're plated in real rhodium or gold. And then they're set in a setting instead of being glued in a setting. A lot of women like our rings for traveling if they get pregnant and their fingers swell. Um, sometimes just to change up their look because maybe they've been married for 25 years and the ring is out of style. And then some women just like to have one for every occasion. So there's so many reasons why people purchase our rings and it is so, so fun. Amazing. And how did you get started? What gave you this brainwave, you know, three and a half years ago to actually <laughs> do what you're doing? Yeah, I knew I wanted to start an e-commerce brand. I have been obsessed with passive income since I was a kid and I started a candy machine company um, in eighth grade. And so I figured out real quick that to have a company that makes money while you're sleeping or not around is exactly what I wanted to do. And so really it wasn't about the rings. It was really about trying to figure out a way to make passive income. And I found Shopify and I started looking at drop shipping and I just didn't really like that business model. So I went just like a lot of e-commerce people do. I went on AliExpress and I just went on a shopping rampage and I purchased everything that I could find that I could be remotely interested. Like I was getting macrame and like jade face rollers and hair ties <laughs> and all of these things. And then I saw this ring and I was like, oh, that's kind of pretty. And so I ordered the ring and I ordered all these other things. And as samples came, I was like, huh, okay, I don't like this. I like this, but the ring was super pretty, but the quality wasn't quite there. And I thought, I bet you I could make this, but make it better. And so that's what I did. Wow. Okay. So you, as in you design your own jewelry and then get someone to make it for you. That's how we started. So we started with a manufacturer in China. And um, the first thing I did was I had them make all these rings for me. And I quickly learned about quality and metals and how to communicate with people in China. Um, but then the pandemic hit in 2020 and I had to get creative because our factory was shut down and I didn't know what to do. And so, and we were having our biggest month ever. So I made relationships with wholesalers and things like that in the United States. And so I have suppliers everywhere now, just in case one falls through, my company won't just go under. So, so smart. I hear that happens all the time. So yeah, good to have those backup, that backup plan. Uh, now, important question, because there are a lot of other jewelry brands out there, right? You, it is a very saturated, competitive niche. How did you start to position yourself differently so that you could get cut through with your audience? Yeah, that's a great question. Because I do think with e-commerce, you don't have to recreate the wheel. I reinvent the wheel. I think so many people are like, oh, other companies do it and they do it better and they've been around longer. Uh, but what I did with my brand was, first of all, we got really specific with the rings. And so instead of going wide with all jewelry, which we do have all jewelry now, we went deep with one product and then we solved a customer problem. And it wasn't just one customer's problem, but it was a lot of them. Like if you're traveling, you don't want to travel with your real diamond ring. If you're pregnant and your fingers swell, maybe you're not the silicone band kind of girl. Maybe you're like bling. And so we'll solve that problem. And so we didn't just do jewelry. We solved a problem for our customers. Mm, I love that. Now, was there a moment we, we spoke about the success that you've had in your business and I'm, and I'm sure much, much more success to come, but I'm sure it didn't start that way, right? There were, 
Um, and I'd love to know a little bit about that journey. Like how did, how, how did it start? How long did it take you? And what was that moment when you realised that you actually had a business, you know, that your marketing, the things that you were doing was actually working? Can you kind of describe that journey and up to that moment and what happened then? Yes. So I started my company and we were a couple months in and I wanted to use influencer marketing. I wasn't driving traffic with Facebook ads or anything like that. We almost had no sales and my product hadn't even arrived from China yet, but I was already researching influencers that I wanted to use. And I found this beautiful woman. Her name is Jasmine Ray. She's on Instagram and she has these flowing long blonde blocks and she teaches women how to go longer between hair washes. I realized that every product she would promote, I would buy because she was such a good saleswoman. And I thought, wow, wouldn't it be cool if she worked for my brand? At this time, I had like less than 500 Instagram followers. I had nothing going for me. My product hadn't even arrived. And so I was gutsy enough to find her on Facebook instead of Instagram because I knew her Instagram messages were probably super full. I messaged her on Facebook and she was pregnant. And I said, hey, girl. When I was pregnant, my fingers were huge and my wedding ring didn't fit. Can I send you a ring? And then I realized that I just maybe called her fat. And so I responded <laughs> again <laughs> and I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I bet you have really tiny fingers, but can I send you a ring anyway? And I think it was the, the quirkiness or, you know, something like that. And she messaged me back. She said, oh my gosh, my fingers are huge. Please send me one. So when my product came from China, I didn't even really know how to send out a package. And I got the products, sent like a sample of everything to this woman, not knowing what I'm doing. And um, she gets it, but then she goes into labor and has her baby. And I'm like, great. I was so frustrating. And I was like, okay. So I just kept following up because like, it doesn't mean no, just because somebody's not doing it right in that moment. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, Hey, how's your baby doing? And it's, it's really, it's about building relationships, even when you're in e-commerce. So I kept following up. I kept following up. She got the ring. She loved them. And, um, but I'm still working a corporate job. And then like the business is in the back end. It's not really a huge thing. And I was sitting at lunch one day with a friend. And if you have Shopify, you know that every time you get a sale, your phone will go cha-ching. Yeah. Yeah. That's a magical sound. Uh, so I'm sitting at lunch with a friend and I almost had never really heard that sound. And all of a sudden I hear my phone go cha-ching and I'm like, Oh, cool. And then it goes cha-ching and I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. And then it goes cha-ching, cha-ching. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Wow. I packed my Shopify store. Like I can't <laughs> believe that it's real life. And so I'm like going on Shopify. I'm like, who would hack me and give me money? Like that's so bizarre. So I um, got on Instagram and saw that Jasmine had posted and we completely sold out of everything. We did $12,000 in one day. That was the most money I'd ever seen in my life. I didn't even know how to pack a box. Like I had to learn on the fly. Um, And then uh, I took all that money to get allocated it back to inventory in China, flipped Mm -hmm. it around for like four times the amount of inventory, hosted a birthday sale with Jasmine and we did $35,000 in one day. We ended by the end of the weekend, we had made more money than my corporate job was paying me in a year. Wow. And that all happened in the first like six, seven months of my business. And all of a sudden I was like, this just got real. Yes, (laughs) I really did. And that was just off working with one influencer. 
one influencer I've gained over 5,000 followers from her. Our following is probably still mostly her people. Um, and it just took, you know, a lot of perseverance, a lot of follow-up, a lot of relationship building and, you know, just guts. Cause I didn't even have a product when I reached out to her and thankfully she wanted to work with me and that changed my life. That's amazing. And it, it doesn't, you really can't put a price on genuinely caring and building that relationship, right? Cause I bet it was the fact that you were like, Hey, I'm not here to call you fat, <laughs> but yeah, you might have a problem here. I'd yeah. love to help solve it for you. Um, and I think that probably just genuinely touched her because it was like, no one else is thinking about me in this way. Um, and yet you have. So, so since then, have you worked with other influencers or is she, is she still work three years later? Is she still working with you? Like, how is that whole world looking for you now? Yeah, it's it's different now. Um, this was back in the summer of 2019. And I think influencer marketing has changed a little bit. So we do TikTok ads now. Mm-hmm. And I hire influencers really just to create content for me. And then I put ad money behind it. Um, oh. I think that the influencer market kind of became saturated. I think a lot of people call themselves influencers and then, you know, you send them free product. And they do it, but maybe you get a nice picture or a video or a shout out, but like they're not converting like they used to. I think that people don't really like being sold to a lot. So the only reason why I really do influencers anymore, besides Jasmine, anytime she wants to work with me, I'm game. Um, and, And I have a couple others that I like, but the only time I really use them now is for like content creation. Mm. And so does that mean that you always pay for posts? Is that, I mean, because we get this question all the time from new business owners, the e-commerce business owners, you know, do we pay for posts? Do we not? How do you think through that? So I think that if somebody wants you to pay for posts, that should be a really big red flag that they don't know how to sell. I love to work with influencers like Jasmine who get paid on commission because she knows she can make way more money on the commission than she does getting maybe a couple hundred bucks a post. Like if I pay her 15% commission and she does 12 grand, she's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. So a lot of people that don't know how to sell or don't have a real audience might ask to pay per post. And I know that's becoming more common, but I would be very hesitant to somebody that asks for that. Awesome. Yes, I love that strategy. The um, the affiliate strategy is a really, really good one, for, especially uh, for anyone listening here. And we have, we'll have a lot of listeners who are just starting out their business journey. You don't have the money to be investing in paying for posts. So this is a great, great strategy to get content out there, to get your brand and your name out there without having to lay any money up front. So thanks for sharing that, Olivia. Now, that's kind of what got, to, got me here. And I'd love to know, looking forward, is there anything different that you're now going to start to look to do in your marketing? Yeah, we're working on a few different things. Um, One of the big ones is now that TikTok has an ad platform. um, I was one of the first to get on. They gave me a rep and everything. So we're like really digging into TikTok ads. And I have a strategy with TikTok ads um, where we send huge amounts of traffic to my website And then we make sure our Facebook retargeting is on point so that people will click off of TikTok, get on my website, get tracked by the pixel, go on Facebook, see that social proof for a legitimate company and then purchase from there. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, And 
Do you see, is that where you're kind of seeing most of your investment for growth going into, or is there any other areas in your business that you're really looking to invest in growth? Yeah, we were doing, uh, we'd like to send a lot of traffic. And so we use different deal sites. We've been using actually uh, the, so we're using a Google business listing, which is almost as important as posting on Instagram every day. You should post a product every single day. You can post what you would post on Instagram but Google is really the machine you want to feed for SEO to your website. And so having a Google business listing, a lot of e-commerce businesses don't think they should do it because they're not in a physical location, but truthfully, you want Google to like you. So use their tools. Amazing. Amazing. I love that. All right. Now, a lot of founders who are listening to this are going to be looking to scale at some point. Um, talk us through how you did that. Um, I know that you have some team members. I'd love to know what do they do um, and sort of when did you decide to actually bring those functions on as you were scaling? Just talk us through that that whole journey and your thought process as you were scaling yourself. Yes. So the first person that I hired is my lovely assistant Ashley, who's still with me. It was about six months in. She started as a customer service VA. That's the first hire I think you should ever have is somebody in customer service because people can wear you down and make you want to quit. Um, so she kept my mind safe. Um, the second hire was a bookkeeper. You got to make sure that your books are straight. And so that was kind of like the building of the the core team right there. Um, now at this point, I have I have everything still in my house. So you guys, you can scale and you don't have to have a big warehouse. My basement is my warehouse. So my lovely neighbor, Courtney, walks across the street every day, comes into my house and packs boxes because packing boxes is not something the founder of a company should be doing. Your time is better spent elsewhere in building your business. Yes. Um, we have hired other roles out, but honestly, um, we've hired out Facebook ads and I end up every single time taking it back because I think customers like to hear my voice, not the voice of someone else. Yes. So I, I've, dabbled in trying to hire other things out, but I do most of my own marketing and you don't have to have a big team to scale. That's just the beauty of e-commerce. It can just be a little team of moms that are all working together out of my basement to make it happen. I love that. That is so, so cool. And who are you? Are you looking at some point to hire anyone new going forward, like the next year, two years? Is there is that in your plans or are you kind of like, I'm pretty set where I am now and we'll just see how it goes. Yes. So this year we're up 133% and it has been the most amazing, crazy journey of my life. And I started to realize that working until two and three in the morning, every single night was not serving me. So I have been interviewing and in the process of hiring an operations manager to come in and put all the pieces of my business together into one simple flow. I think founders sometimes don't see the forest through the trees. And so we're spending all of our time spinning our wheels on stuff we shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And so right now having an operations manager, my goal is to transition myself from being a business operator to being the full-time CEO, exactly what I should be doing. I love that. 
<laughs> you go, girl. This is amazing. I just, it's so inspiring listening to you. Um, I hope that our listeners are getting so, so much gold from what you're dropping. Um, and is there any last piece of advice that you would want to give other fledgling e-commerce business owners? Yeah, I would just say get out of your own head because all of your problems are probably things that you've created in your own mind. And so you just have to go for it. Don't sit in your head and don't worry about what people are going to think. You just have to go for it and go hard. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here. If you want to start earning those six figures, then you've got to listen to Olivia, right? Just go for it. And as you said, like, oh, I cannot tell you the number of other entrepreneurs I've spoken to where mindset is the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing that holds us all back. Right. So you're hundred percent right that you just have to get out of your own head, get out of your own mind and just start doing whatever it is that you need to tick off that list, whoever you need to reach out to. If it is a big influencer, go and do that right now. All right. So Olivia, oh my gosh, this has been so, such a good chat. This has been so, super helpful for everyone listening to this. Now, if anyone is, is interested in seeing what you offer, what you do, where is the best place for them to go? Yeah. If you're looking for products for beautiful rings, go to starlitgalleria.com and uh, follow us on Instagram, starlitgalleria. If you want e-commerce advice, uh, I'm on Instagram as Olivia is not an influencer. <laughs> I love that. And I give, uh, in my stories, I share what I'm doing daily. I give little tips and uh, we're working on hopefully getting a course here up in the next month on how to keep your customers returning to you. Amazing. Okay. You heard it guys. Um, and we'll put that into the show notes as well. Thank you so much, Olivia, for joining us. You have been absolutely amazing. And uh, for anyone else who liked this episode, please leave us a rating and a review. We'll drop that in the show notes as well. Head over to uh, where Olivia's pointed you to, and we'll speak to you all soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. Now, if you are a successful online entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, then please visit go.theremarkableentrepreneurpodcast.com slash podcast dash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you please share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials and tag me. I'm at Deidre Shen. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media as well and let them know about the show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. Now, we are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, reviews go a long, long way to help promote the show. And it means a lot to me and my team. And if you want to know more, go to our website, djshen.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, on Facebook. My Facebook group is actually called The Remarkable Entrepreneur. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Deidre Shen. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next time.